Hey, I'm Matt Hutchins, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing fantastic here in sunny Florida. How about you? Yeah, Atlanta's not exactly sunny. We got plenty of rain. But hey, we are on episode 60, and we got a special guest. Tell me about our special guest. We do. We have uh, today. We have Lee Bradshaw, Simple Video School. Lee's background is, you know, in marketing for about 10 years, but uh, now he teaches businesses how to create video content to grow their brand. You know, communicates their message so that they can get more sales. So, uh, Lee, welcome to Profitability MD. I'm so happy to have you here. How are you doing today? I am doing amazing today, and that's not just a default answer. So, <laughs> and thanks for having me here. Uh, no problem. So, so what? What's a big problem in that you solve in the video marketplace? I mean, that's. I mean, ultimately, there's a lot of you know a lot of let's say noise out there about how to make video or this or that. Mm -hmm. What's, what's your market? Like, who, who's your ideal client and how do you help them solve their problem? Let's start there. Yeah, I think ideal client is somebody who probably has a, a message that they want to share. Uh, they want to grow an audience. Uh, they want to help people. They want to serve people. But for whatever reason, they are scared or they don't understand how to pull their phone out and talk to, talk to folks. Um, and sometimes it's, it's people who... Um, <clears throat> They may, uh, they may not even know that's an issue. They may not know that video is a great way to do that. So those are kind of the folks I'm kind of going after. Okay. And um, why would people, I mean, why are people afraid? I mean, okay, so you said you used the word afraid, but um, mm -hmm. of course you can see Matt and I have the highest technology available. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's not go there. But what, what makes people afraid to, to perhaps get on video? Well, there's, there's multiple reasons, and I'm, I'm glad you asked that. I, I um, talked to a lady. She was a professional dancer, and she had danced at the Sydney Opera House in front of thousands of people. Oh, but that kind it, of professional dancer. Okay. Yes. Yeah, not like, yeah, not like yeah, the other kind of. Uh, but, yeah, she, she uh, had danced, you know, the famous, it looks like the Shells or whatever, Sydney, Sydney Opera House. She danced in front of thousands of people, but when she pulled her phone out to talk to people on her phone, she was terrified. and. Um, it was just a mental block that had gone up. So some people, it's just kind of getting over that. Um, other people, it's just the tech, the technological side of, you know, how, how do they do things? Uh, you know, how do they set it up? And then if they don't know those things, then they wind up, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll learn that later. And then, you know, something I talk about is your message stays in between your ears and nobody actually hears about it. So, um, so that's probably the, the afraid. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Just being afraid is there saying the biggest thing being afraid or or how about do they get on there and just don't know what to say like like what are some of the common mistakes that they'll make? yeah well so um so a part of it is being afraid it, it depends on the person I, i've run into multiple people um some of them are afraid uh, i've talked to basically when i was kind of putting this together i interviewed a whole bunch of people and just asking them questions what's keeping you from making video content Okay. And some of them were saying, I don't want to, I don't want to look like an idiot. Uh, they feel like they're not going to look professional. Um, and that was a big fear that kept them from doing it. Um, and then some of them just said, you know, the, the technical side of things, they just don't know what to do, what to talk about. You know, Matt, you just mentioned, they didn't know really what to say uh, to their audience. Um, and 
So since they don't know that, they don't take action and do anything with that. So it just, again, it stays in between your, their ears and that message doesn't get out to folks. Right. Well, I'm going to back up on here. We, we had, we've had uh, Matt uh, Champagne on here a couple of times. He's the survey king. So first of all, I'm very impressed that you actually asked your clients what their problem was, right? Like ah, that, thank you. you know, good for you, Lee. That's the kind of research you're actually supposed to do instead mm -hmm. of randomly guessing, right? Yeah. You're, what problem can I help you solve when it comes to video? What's the one thing or what, mm -hmm. what, what one thing can I help you with when it comes to video? So it sounds yeah. like you researched your clientele and they came back and said, Hey, I'm afraid, or I may not know what to say, or just technic technical phobia. Hey, what if I don't look good on camera or I don't yeah. know, how to, you know, the phone. So that's good for you. That's really good. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I knew that, um, <clears throat> You, you can, or we all think we have great ideas, right? Like everybody, everybody likes their ideas. Um, my, my old buddy used to talk about that. He's like, oh, yeah, everybody loves their own ideas. Um, but until we kind of ask those questions, we don't really know um, what it is that we're trying to solve. And I didn't want to just assume, because you know what they say about assuming. I didn't want to wow. just assume that I knew what people were wanting. Uh, and I think oftentimes, have y'all heard, uh, there, there's a saying that, that talks about the curse of knowledge. I don't know if y'all heard of that saying b before, but it's just the, the concept of when you're so close to something, um, you just, you, you assume that other people understand what you're talking about. Right. And um, so the, the problem that I can run into, and I think we can all run into in our own specific industries, is we just assume other people know what we're talking about. And instead, we need to go, wait a minute. Uh, and my wife reminds me of this oftentimes. She's like, that baby, <laughs> she says, you know what a flippity flippity flop is. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I need to simplify. I need to get you know dumbed down and simplify and, and uh, make sure that I'm not just assuming that people know what I'm talking about. So that's why I wanted to make sure that I really asked folks uh, what they were It's funny you say that. I called, you called it the curse of knowledge. Um, I call it engineer syndrome. See, in my, I had an 18 year uh, run in the electrical business. I had a company we manufacture. And I had a team of electrical engineers that worked for me. They were mm -hmm. way smarter than me, but sometimes mm -hmm. they would talk to me in this language and yeah, I'd be like, yeah. guys, come back down to earth. You're talking yep. to Dave. You're not talking to an engineer. Exactly. They know so much that they think you know that too, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, it was, I think it was one of the presidents, it may have been JFK. It may, I may have got that wrong, but one of them talked about uh, making speeches on a, that a 12 year old could understand. Yep. You know, you don't want to speak sixth, so. Sixth grade level, right? Yeah. So. Six, yeah. So, so just speak simply, speak, you know, from, from just that, that standpoint so people understand what you're talking about and um and just kind of go from there so yeah yeah tell me so so maybe there's two different questions the same one uh you've got like this video series six steps i guess or six mistakes mm -hmm. i'm not exactly sure so you could walk us through some of those and or i was looking at your linkedin and you had like the dog dryer lady the wedding lady uh you know how how do they use the video or why should they use how how to use the video how about that like how would how are they use it why would they use it I don't know. You tell me. I just asked you two, six different questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so the question is basically how to use how, maybe a way, a good way to use, utilize yeah. some video maybe. Okay. Can I, so can I share a story? Of, yeah, that's okay. Preferable. Okay. <clears throat> so talked with a uh, dentist and he was wanting to increase the amount of patients coming in the door. Okay. And <clears throat> um, as we were kind of talking, 
you know, you, you think of like dentists, it's almost like realtors. There's like a bunch of them. They all right. pretty much do kind of the same thing. Right. Um, some are nicer and some are meaner and some are jerks and that whole kind of deal. But um, the thing I, say, I talk about in the course a lot is the thing that separates you from your competitors is you. You know, right. if, if every, apple, apples to apples, if realtors, five realtors can all do the same thing, then what separates them? So as we're talking, I said, let's do something very, very simple here. We don't, we don't need to make a super fancy video. We just need to make something very, very simple. And we created just a video where he's talking straight to the camera. He's talking in a friendly, approachable way, you know, not loud. And he, it's, I think the video was 45 seconds to a minute. And he, I, I think he starts it off, I believe he starts it off with, um, has it been a while since you've been to your dentist? And so already a question, a little bit of a hook. Oh, you know, most of us, it's probably been a little while since we've been to the dentist. Um, and then he just talks for, for a minute. He's not even in a dental office. He's just sitting in a, like a, a cool chair. And anyways, that video got him 20 new patients in three days and they, they cut the campaign off. All right. Um, so that, what, how, how did he use the video? He made that cool video. What yeah. Okay, on that one, he used it just on a simple Facebook campaign. Okay. Yeah, just ran for three days, booked up 20 patients, cut it off. Wow. So, so what? That's awesome, by the way. You, yeah. you covered a lot in that area, but okay, so what I picked up there, okay, he, he made a video. What did you tell him would be like the ideal length? If, if, if somebody's starting out and they've never done yeah. videos and they want to put some videos out, what's an ideal length? or what would be too long for a starting type video? Let's say what's too long. Yeah. Okay. So I, I typically tell people, you know, you get one of those answers and it's, it's, it depends. Um, I'll try not to give you an, it's depends, but it kind of depends. It, it depends on the relevance to your audience. Like I've watched YouTube videos that were, you know, 20, 30, whatever minutes long because it was relevant and I was paying attention. I would typically say start off somewhere between a minute to two minutes um, and, and just kind of see where you land. Sometimes people get distracted easily and they start to ramble. If you feel like you're rambling, then you can go ahead and start to kind of cut it shorter. But, but you know, I say at the most have three main points on your video. I, tell, I don't typically have people uh, script their videos out unless they absolutely need to. Uh, and if you're going to do that, you're probably going to want to use a teleprompter because otherwise you're going to look left or right of the camera and that's going to be kind of weird looking. Um, but do you have a teleprompter that you recommend? No, I don't, I, I don't use one. So, uh, and, and that's the thing is if you know what you're talking about, you can typically talk around that subject. Um, I think it was Logan, uh, shoot, I can't remember Logan's last name. He's uh, with Dennis Yu. I don't know if you know Dennis Yu. Um, but he talks about uh, competence breeds confidence. So when you understand something, then you can talk about it. And um, I think that's, you know, that's important for most of the people I talk with. They know their thing, you know, whatever that thing is, they know it, they know it inside and out. And if I ask them a question about it, they could probably talk for 20 minutes nonstop about the thing. So one of the things I tell people to do oftentimes is, is come up with topics, frequently asked questions, problems that people encounter and make your video content around that. So, um, you know, for a, let's say 
let's, I'm trying to think of a, maybe like a Brazilian jujitsu instructor. Let's just have something kind of off the wall. What are common problems that his students deal with? Well, it could be bullying, you know, bullying could be a big problem that maybe that's why parents are bringing them in there is to, you know, to increase confidence, to protect them from these crazy people who are kicking people in the head and doing crazy stuff, you know, these days when, when people are getting in fights. Um, so ask what those problems are. What are solutions? What are some stories? I love stories. What are some stories that you can utilize to talk around that, that topic and give people some insight because what that will do is that will position you as an authority. It, it will, it will show that you know what you're talking about. So when you make those videos, that's just, that's just the way, way to go. And I want to add to that because it's a perfect example of an audience. So you teach Brazilian jujitsu. Okay. But some of your clients are, are, we'll just say teens that are being mm -hmm. bullied. Well, teens that are being bullied, don't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. And if mom and dad says, we're going to go to uh, jujitsu, the kid might not have any reason unless he watches a video that says, I can help you not get bullied. Or yeah. maybe they would say that better than that yeah, in, yeah, actual, yeah. in actual English. But the <laughs> video might be able to reach the, the audience, a real audience with the real mm -hmm. problem because the kids don't always tell their parents. That's the other problem with something like bullying too. Yeah, and, and piggybacking off of that, if you're targeting, obviously you need to know who you're targeting and what you're going after, but uh, what if there was a video, three signs that will uh, help you to understand if your kid's being bullied? You know, right. if you had something along those lines um, and then you, you open the video and you say, we've, we've seen it all on the bullying side of things. Here's three things that we regularly see that, um, you know, are three signs that we regularly see when we see kids that are being bullied. Uh, you know, here, and, and then you just kind of talk about that because again, you've been doing it, you've seen it, you can kind of talk around it. Right. So we have one of my, I just had lunch with one of my clients who's a you know, home healthcare provider, concierge, nursing mm -hmm. service kind of stuff. And I was thinking about the same thing, kind of a lead magnet, but you're saying it can be a video lead magnet. Like how do you know it's time, you know, for mom to go to assisted living? Yeah. Right. And that's something that, that, that she can spit off of, you know, just by asking her, Mm -hmm. here's some signs right yeah. and you're here's some signs you're wearing yourself out as the caregiver right you're taking care of your spouse who's got alzheimer's and mm -hmm. you're wearing yourself out yeah you know, great videos right so like literally yeah. just those kind of questions well and one of my favorite things i appreciate you bringing that up one of my favorite things to do is a video series okay um and to me that's one of the most powerful things i'm actually going to put together a little um I'm going to put together a video series on how to make a video series. Um, but the reason that's super cool is uh, another short story. Uh, one of my clients, amazing sales coach, and we put together, it was a seven part video series. Uh, it was like seven common sales mistakes or something like that. And we put that together. And as he's sitting there going through the sales mistakes, uh, we, we put those all in one place on a landing page. Um, something that some people do is send out one video per email for like seven days or whatever. Um, I've just found that when people are ready to watch videos, they're ready to watch them kind of like Netflix, they kind of binge binge watch. Um, so if you send one video out and then you wait the next day, the next day, you know, the mom's carrying her baby into the house. Okay. I'll watch that later. 
Uh, the next day it comes out, uh, Starbucks on a day, uh, okay, you know, whatever. And at a certain point, they've stopped paying any attention to what's going on. Um, but anyways, back to the, back to the story. Um, he had someone call him. He's in uh, South Carolina. He had someone call him and say, hey, we watched your video series. We uh, are making eight mistakes because it was seven sales mistakes. They're having a little humor. <laughs> so we're having a big problem here. And we watch your video series. We want to fly you up here and train our sales team. Um, they, and that's the thing is it created that no like and trust factor. At, they were already believers at that point. He didn't have to really sell. They had to just figure out the details on getting him up there. And then from that, they just wound up, uh, he did additional business with them and whatnot. So it, it just, you duplicate yourself. So my, my buddy, uh, his name's Walker. He was probably eating some Cheerios or, you know, doing some exercise or whatever when they watched that. So it duplicated him and made it multiple sales, you know, people. And it convinced the people on their time of what was going on. Um, and I think there's something that can't be um, replicated with like a PDF necessarily um, because there's that tonality and it, without the tonality, then that's, you don't, you don't get that same thing. So what's interesting. Oh, sorry about that, Matt. What's I say it doesn't have to be some complicated video sales letter. Like that's no. what I like. The message I'm getting from you is, Hey, like your, your hats had simple video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here states here that you're breaking up, Matt. Am I back down? You're still breaking a little. You're good. Well, while his signal is uh, tough, I was I was just gonna say. So what you're talking about, Lee, is today what's working today, and I'm glad you brought that up because so a video series where you everybody gets everything at one time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Jeff Walker. Okay. That book was released in 2014. In in that book, he's 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 saying send one video. He calls it the uh, the pre pre launch. So yep. you you send the videos over a period of time. And I happen to agree with you 100. percent If I'm ready to sign up, put my name and email address into into that box, I want to watch all the stuff right now. Yeah, this is when it's on my mind. So you're 100 percent right. I think given. Yeah the content right away is is good well and as you said a minute ago like uh, when we were talking earlier you said I, it's just i don't have time right now we were talking about something beforehand you said i just i can't allot that time right now well if that next email dings at an in, uh, inconvenient time it's going to sit in that box as i don't know if y'all do this marked unread you know mark this as unread and then once it goes out of that main area it's like do 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 and you forget um so you have to go back and uh, I don't know, we're just getting, attention spans are getting shorter, but I'm just finding that powerful to, to give them what they're asking for, let them kind of go through it. And that's like with my course, my online course, you know, you can look at that and complete that in an afternoon if you kind of go through it. Um, it's when I see certain courses, it's like 10 hours of information. I'm like, I don't have 10 hours to sit, you know, and, and digest all this stuff. Um, or either it's going to drag out way, 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 you know, a, a long, long time. But, but, uh, but yeah, give them, give them what they want. Like if they're interested now, let's give them, and then obviously tell them other stuff after that. You don't just abandon them at that point, right. but um, give them what you, they're looking for. You can make that, you can make the, put all seven videos on one landing page, but still send out seven drip emails. Exactly. And that's what we, that's what we did. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So you got a signal now, Matt. No, so what? what I'm just saying, it reminds me. That, you know, it doesn't have to be some complex video sales letter, right? Mm -hmm. It could be here are the seven, you know, seven common mistakes that, you know you make in sales, and you're just here are the seven mistakes. It doesn't have to be some complicated. I got to uh, I got to say the right things and get it in a special mm -hmm. language so I can get them to convert the sale. You're saying kind of simple and honest and let it happen. Yeah. That's and you you mentioned uh, I don't know if the wedding one necessarily that you saw you mentioned earlier was the one I'm thinking of but uh, we had uh, a wedding photographer she wound up uh, we we did this we did three videos for hers three things you need to know before choosing a wedding photographer right. and if you know anything about brides they are in research mode like they want the information they want to know it and especially if they need to know it before choosing a wedding photographer which is like one of your first two things you need to know. Um, so she just, we, we talked about three things they need to know. We put them all on one page and when brides were interested, they asked her and she sent them an email and said, go make sure you uh, check out my video series right here. And, uh, what did they do? They will watch the video series. And when they were done, it made sense. They call her and say, okay, we're ready to go ahead and, and move forward. Like, because they saw how she acted. Now, now I will say this, if you're a jerk, if you're, you know, if you are rude, if, if you're not a cool person or nice person, like people are going to see that like right. on video, like if you're just mean or rude or whatever, it's going to come off the same way on video. Um, so, but most people I deal with are, are cool people. They're, they're, they're just trying to help people out and serve people. And, um, but anyways, all that to be said, she did that and she wound up booking up uh, her wedding year and her max package became her lowest package um, at that point because she was, you know, she was just doing well. And that's just a, a testimony to her just building that like, you know, no like and trust factor. Um, well, you're saying it's, used, it's both a lead tool and a conversion tool, right? So yeah. Conversion tool meaning, hey, I got a meeting set up with you. I might send you my video series so you feel like you know, like and trust me before we meet face to face. Yeah. And I, and I would, um, that, that is the effect. I would say, I would say, um, you know, I'm just, if I was in her shoes and, I, and she probably did this, I don't know, but I would say, uh, before we get together, before we talk on Friday, here's my three part series. Go ahead and watch that. Right. Uh, it's going to probably answer a few questions that you may have save you a little bit of time on our call. Right. Right. And then, yeah. And then it's like, okay, but I mean, if, again, if you're, if you're a rude person, if you have, if you are talking like this and you are boring and blah, 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 they'll, they'll see that too. Um, but most of the people I talk with aren't that way. Right. right. Well, thank you. So Joe Polish is one of, you know, Joe Polish and Dean Jackson. So Joe Polish, uh, when he started in Texas, he still says this, he's like, you're a consumer guide, you know, uh, how to pick a carpet cleaner, mistakes in picking a carpet cleaner. Mm -hmm. You're saying you can almost put your consumer guide on the video, but when he used to do the consumer guide, you had to read it before you could even call him to clean your carpets. Gotcha. So, so you, yeah. So here's the three mistakes. You know, when you're looking for a photographer, watch that before we even chat. So you're yeah. kind of pre-qualifying. Yeah, yeah. That's it's definitely some, a way to do it. Go ahead. Sorry, Dave. What are, what are some common mistakes? Okay, so you told us kind of what, you know, people get hung up on. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like fear and wanting to look professional and not look like an idiot. Um, but <laughs> my response to not look like an idiot would be, well, do you normally look like an idiot in real life? Because yeah, if, yeah. You're, that's probably going to show up on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like you said, as a guy, but what, what are some common mistakes that people make um, 
that you you can help them avoid. Gotcha. And let me say one thing before avoiding, uh, uh, I'm writing down, I want to make sure I cover that, um, common mistakes. So I will say this, when, when people talk about, you know, I don't want to look like an idiot, I don't want to look whatever. I think what they're scared of is struggling. They don't want to look like they're struggling. And I think the problem with that is we've been so ingrained for certain types of videos to have it so perfect and polished that if we do struggle or if we say, um, or if we need to think a second, we feel like that makes us look like an idiot. And I don't think that's the truth. I think people, if you mess up or slur your words or whatever, people go, okay, this is a real person. It's raw. Right. And uh, I think that can make you look even more approachable because especially in the marketing world, have you ever seen the people and they've got it all together? They've got the cool hairdo. Polished. They're too yeah. polished. They've got the cool blazer with the cool, you know, little, uh, everything, everything's like right and on point. They got and the you, cool hat. They had the cool hat uh, <laughs> with their t-shirt. Um, but like, you know, they got their Lambo, all that kind of stuff. And you just kind of go in either they're fake or I really can't identify with them. I would rather have the guy who's got a little bit of a wrinkly shirt, but will yeah, I can speak honestly with and be real. I'm not, not that one. Um, but like that I can shoot straight with and they can shoot straight with me. And maybe they don't say everything exactly properly. I'm from the South. I know you're, um, I was talking with some folks in New York today about my accent and I say y'all and I say, you know, all y'all and all that. Um, but I would rather have somebody who's just straight up real, a little more raw that I don't have to, put on airs, not that I'm going to put on airs, but I don't have to feel uncomfortable around. Um, and so anyways, that's a little bit of a tangent, but I want to make sure that I was kind of clear on that. So common mistakes. One, one common mistake I see is not being able to hear. I think one of the biggest ways to make people go away and stop paying attention to your video is to have bad audio. Um, if people can't hear what you're saying, they're, they're more forgiving on lighting, background, all kinds of stuff. But if they can't hear you, they're going to leave. Um, because they just, uh, they just don't have time for it. They're, they're going to click off and do something else. So I feel like that's, that's one of the, um, that's one of the biggest ones you can, you can get away with a lot of things, but if people can't hear you or if they're having to press the button, you know, as loud as possible to actually hear what you're saying. And then the uh, sound comes back and it's really yeah. loud. You're like, ah! Um, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's kind of one of the, uh, the biggest ones. Um, I think maybe another one is, you know what you're talking about? You, you kind of get in and get out uh, for a lot of video content. And that depends a little bit, like if it's a live video, obviously you're gonna, you're gonna talk about a few more things, but, but you wanna know what is, how is this video serving someone? Like what's the point of it? Why are you making it? And um, from there, if you don't know what that is, you're just kind of rambling. You just need to make a video because you feel like you should make one. Then that's when people are kind of going, I don't understand what's going on. And you know, that's when it can kind of get a little weird. Do you like people shooting themselves or like a slideshow? Like, like I've, you know, talk about people being afraid. It's like, Oh, I don't know if I want to be on the camera. Can yeah. I just a couple of little slides and talk over? Them? Are you okay with that? Or what are your thoughts? You, um, I think everything has its place and will work. Um, Again, my thought is I want to personalize. I want to, I want to set you apart from your competitors by being you. And something about just showing slides and not you to me says 
hiding. Like if, if it's once in a while, yeah. But if like it's always that way, I'm kind of going, I want to kind of see, I want to see you. Who are you? You know, it's, it's kind of like putting up a, sitting across the desk from somebody and they got like some kind of a book in front of their face or something that, you know, they're scared about. Um, so I don't know if that answers what you're, <laughs> what you're asking. Looking for uh, one man shops, for law firms, for chiropractors, like what kind of guys? You mentioned dentists, we've mentioned wedding photographers. Give me like three, four industries that you like. Um, I, I like realtors, I like coaches. Um, I like marketing people. Um, dentists can be cool. Some of them not so much, but like um, anybody who has somewhat of a personal brand and anybody who maybe feels like they're in a crowded industry and they're not separating themselves. Uh, I, I talked with some realtors. I talked with a realtor the other day and it's like, everybody's a realtor. Everybody. Oh yes, I'm a realtor. You know, and it's like, Oh yeah, me too. Oh, cool. Um, but again, what separates you from your competitors is you. And, and I had a realtor one time tell me, nobody's buying me all they're, they're buying a house. I'm like, mm -mm. it's like, I'm buying your expertise. I, I believe that if, if I'm going to you know, use you as a realtor, I believe you can help me sell this or buy this, whatever it is. Um, because otherwise if it's, if it's just buying a house, I can just go to a, you truly or MLS system and just beep, 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 buy this house. And that's right. it. It's funny you say that because that was the exact conversation my, when my wife and I sold our last house, we literally interviewed like five agents and mm -hmm. I said, I am not looking for somebody to list my house. I'm looking for someone who will sell my house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need somebody who just sells based around price. I want somebody who can actually say, this is why you, you buy this house because it has this, this, and this, you got to sell the people. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a piece of paper on the internet and say, Hey, I have a listing. That's not the agent we want. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, even going like on the financial, financial advisor end or whatever, it's just, if you feel commoditized, a lot of people feel commoditized. Why not go with, uh, my, okay, so Walker, my buddy, he has this funny kind of little story he says, and that's basically, uh, let's say you work for whomever you work for, whatever the business is you work for. What are the three big reasons why people should do business with you? And, and somebody always goes, well, experience, we care about our customers and, and they come off whatever the third one is. Platitudes. We call them the platitudes. The platitudes. And he's like, so, okay. So tomorrow you got fired and you went to work for your biggest competitor. What are you going to say are your big three? And it's like experience, you know, we care about our customers. We've been in business a long time. We've yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so, um, so really if everybody's kind of saying the same things in a lot of ways and people are looking for somebody they can know, like, and trust and somebody to help them, you know, guide them to the right place. Um, then in my opinion, I just think video is a great way to bring across that, that, um, you know, concept. Yeah. I like that. I like, I'm sitting here thinking, so you're talking about messaging is important. So knowing what you're saying, mm -hmm. uh, we said this before, so, so uh, unique is just different. It's not better. It's, but being different is better, right? So do you being mm -hmm. you is you being a real estate agent with your background. Nobody has your background or your experience. Right? 
you know, chiropractor with your background, with dentist with your background. That's the uniqueness, and that comes out over videos. What you're saying. Exactly, exactly, and that's the thing. There will, you will, uh, I talk about in the course, you will attract people and you will repel people. And that's good. That's fine. You right. don't want the wrong people. Um, if somebody watches, I joke around a lot um, and I laugh a lot and that's just who I am. If you don't, if you don't laugh a little bit, you don't joke around a little bit. I, I'm known to throw out like 80s, nostalgic 80s references to things and whatever. Um, if you don't, if that's not your thing, then you won't like my stuff and you'll find somebody else. Um, it, but, but those who do will sit there and crack up and laugh and they'll learn. And I mean, there's, there's lots of people who can do probably what all of us can do out there. But, um, but we want to attract the people who are good fit for us and repel the people who aren't and just save everybody some time uh, in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like they more than one football. Losing me again. <laughs> See, and this is a, this is a um, a problem with Zoom meetings. Okay, recording Zoom meetings has always been a challenge, and it happens to Ray. It happens to a lot of you know a lot of mm -hmm. big people. It is you have these internet and all these other things issues. Of course, when you're recording recording video, you're either using your iPhone or 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 a camera. Mm -hmm. So that was going to be my next question while Matt was breaking up. What is the camera that you like a starter camera that you like people to start with? Is it their phone yeah. or, is it, or is there a camera they should get? Well, you may have seen, you may know the answer to this, but you know what the best camera in the world is? The one in your hand. The one on you. Yes, exactly. I did a video on that the other day. Um, so I don't know if you cheated, uh, but yeah, there, uh, there are, uh, I, I typically tell people to start with your phone. Um, because for the longest time I shot with uh, SLR cameras, you know, the, the kind of camera you can pull the lens off of for those who don't know that I used to be a professional photographer. So there's some industry knowledge stuff. There's me and, you know, getting stuck in the, uh, in the curse of knowledge. <clears throat> um, but for the longest time I shot with those and it gives you better quality video and a better look. But when you're done with that, you got to pop that card off or you got to open to the newer ones. You, you, uh, you connect to the Wi-Fi, and then you send that over, then you edit it, then you blah, 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 blah. And that can be a deterrent versus if you have a new ish phone, you can record the video and then, you know, pull in the, uh, the beginning where you walk up and touch the thing and pull in the end where you turn it off and then you can start posting that. Um, so the ease of, recording um is what will keep people or what will uh, enable people to actually start creating um now some of my people have actually taken my course and they went and got like a, a more professional camera because they learned about lighting they learned about how to frame a video they learned about audio and all that and then they could take what they learned and go create what they needed from there too um so it's, it's just, you know, whatever you're most comfortable with, whatever you'll actually use is what I would say is the best camera. So, Matt, you got audio now? You want to? Good to go. I mean, I think it's about time we kind of wrap it up. Yep. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, you're differentiating yourself. You being you is how you differentiate. Got to have a good message. Got to know what you're doing and what you're saying. Don't ramble on. I love that. Don't mm -hmm. ramble on. Um, talking about ways to use it. I love your video series, Seven Common Mistakes. Three things to know before hiring a weathering planner. I mean, those mm -hmm. are 
those are great to make it a video series. So I think everybody should use video. I'm, I'm all for it. Let's yeah. go. There you go. I expect so, to see uh, more videos on LinkedIn. With a mic, yeah, with a mic or without a mic? That's the, that would be a question. If somebody's shooting with their own phone, with a mic, without a mic, with a tripod, without a tripod, which, how do you feel about that? Um, again, it depends, but I will say oftentimes when I record video with my phone, I do not use a mic. Uh, what, you can, um, what you can expect there is if you're in a crowded place and there's lots of ambient or available noise happening, that might be when you want to use a mic. Or if you're in a really echoey room, you might want to use a microphone. Um, and then you set a tripod. Um, I use something called a gorilla pod, and it's a little flexible tripod. It's about a foot tall. Uh, and I use that especially when I travel uh, because you can throw it in your, your bag at the airport. I've wrapped it. It's flexible, so I've wrapped it around like um, fence, fences before, tree limbs. Uh, all the, This uh, last event I was at, we we set up a quick video session for somebody else and i i wrapped it around the top of a chair that's what it was um so it's it's just a cool little stabilizer but yeah that's going to be a good thing to that's going to be a good all-around thing to have just because it's flexible and you can put it in lots of different places um so gorilla pod that is a kind of a cool thing that you can utilize Facebook live linkedin live or is it okay to pre-record it or what are your thoughts on that uh Facebook Live, all those uh, LinkedIn LinkedIn Live. From what I last heard, there's a lot of people apply, but I guess they're they're letting them in in chunks. I believe um, was the last I heard about it. Um, live videos are great. The thing I would recommend on that is that you are prepared uh, because that is when you can get deer in the headlights and kind of freeze. <laughs> so um, a lot of people I know and I. I'm going to be doing more live videos. I committed to that. But, um, but the thing with the, the live videos, just have some things written down. Um, there, there's kind of a more professional, uh, or let me, let me go back. I always talk about two types of videos. There's formal and informal. Right. Formal video, you're, you're more set up. You're composed. You've got your lighting a certain way. You've got all these things kind of squared away and you're paying more attention. Your informal is more where it's, uh, you might have something in your head you want to talk about. So you kind of let a few of those things kind of go a little bit, but it depends on if you're doing more formal LinkedIn video or more impromptu. And if you're doing more impromptu, then again, you still want to kind of know what you're talking about. And if you kind of go blank, you want to maybe have a post-it note or something up there to where you can kind of uh, go back to that if you need to. Um, but that's kind of what I'd recommend on that end. Well, Matt, I think we've taken a lot of time today. Lee, where can where can our listeners find you? Um, where, where are the good places to find you and find out about Simple Video School? Yeah. So, uh, website is simplevideoschool.com. Pretty easy. Uh, 6sixsimpletips.com is the uh, phone video series. Um, six tips to make your phone videos look more professional. So that's kind of a cool one. I've got some things in there um, that people would like. And then if you know you want to be using video content, you want to, uh, you know, something you need to be doing on, if you go to uh, simplevideoschool.com, I have an online course you can take on there and you can see the proof is in the pudding. You can see what some of the folks are saying uh, about that and how they've been helped with that. Cool. That is perfect. You can find us at ProfitabilityMD. If you like this show, subscribe to our channel. Matt, where can we find you? 
Yeah, they got uh, LinkedIn or LinkedIn all the time. And then we got our 10xprofitblueprint.com is my coaching website. You, Mr. Mulvaney? Find me at davidmulvaney.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn and on all the other social medias, David Mulvaney. Sometimes you got to find an ad at my middle initial T, like on Twitter. So David T. <laughs> e. Mulvaney on Twitter. So Lee, thanks so much for joining us today. I have a million more questions. We got to have you as a guest again because – I still have more questions, but thank you for uh, wonderful content. Matt, enjoy your afternoon. We'll see you guys. Thanks for having me.